Alive. Are alive. Speaking of which, DJ, why don't you go ahead and open that gift? Yeah, before, before we even, before we even get who we are. Why don't you go ahead and open that gift from our dear friend Volpix for to you? Ugh. Let me go ahead and crack into that. This is a very good ASMR stream. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Remove plastic, wrap, and turn. <laughs> Never heard a man die inside so much. And turn. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never felt so much pressure. <laughs> right? As I flipped over the wrong side. <laughs> that is... Let's see it. Come on. Show it up. Hold it up. <laughs> what? what is it, DJ? <laughs> <laughs> DJ's <laughs> He felt the spiral notebook edges and was like, is this a book? <laughs> pages, dude. Mm. Slowly over time. Wow! Yes. Right? It's a really nice book. It mm -hmm. is. I'm very thankful. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Vulpix. <laughs> I will frame this cover. <laughs> <laughs> I really like how much you're staring at it. It's, it's so good! <laughs> Just lost. It's enthralled. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Right? You remember how, to, how many veins you're at? Because <laughs> birds are real! <laughs> no idea. Wait, it's like 300. Yeah, yes. in parentheses, because birds are real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the wonderful vendetta of birds. I love birds. <laughs> inside, mm -hmm. too! That's so great! Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. This is a really nice book. What the hell? <laughs> right? Great. Right. Okay. I was, I was, I was, I was, Better make your own. <laughs> <laughs> The pages Thank are like much, watermarked with his face. <laughs> Thank you. We we greatly appreciate the DJ pain. Oh, it makes everything so much better. All the all the agonies of DMing just washed away. And he just stares at it. Do you like DMing, Josh? Hmm? Do you like DMing? God no. <laughs> this is terrible. Good lord. You could no. take such great notes in that book. Mm-hmm. I'm Honestly, excited. That's actually also a great idea. Your notes are effectively banes inflicted upon yourself. Because <laughs> whatever I write is just going to confuse me further in a yep. month. <laughs> yeah. Look at it a month from now and go, oh. At least Don can like look at the word fog and go, I know what fog means. Like, huh? <laughs> for, for notes, when you write like absurd things, you still know what the absurd thing does mean. Yeah. Like. <laughs> totally. Fog is, a, fog is a bad uh -huh. example. Fog is a very bad example because we laughed for ten minutes. Right. Yeah, we laugh, but he knows. He's like, it's the terrifying. Yeah, fog yeah no, I, I genuinely, I, I most I'll, of the time, I'll attribute that yeah. to like the shame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just yes. laughing at there him. is an amount True. of shame that, that, is, that helps with <laughs> my remembering. <laughs> it does help. Uh. Uh. 
so we'll make you a notebook. This is Don's shame book instead of DJ's pain book. Join us at OnlyFans.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just erotic poses. Donnie, Donnie Bagfeet. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying there's not an amount of money that I'd be willing to do that for. Like, the great thing is you set that amount. Yeah, I mean, it's how the platform works. It's not as high as it probably should be. To be yeah. <laughs> ten bucks? Huh? Ten bucks? No. Twenty? No. I'm not worth ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say five. We're talking like five dollars most of the time, and I'll do specials of fifty percent off regularly. <laughs> regularly? What? Like every weekend? Yeah. <laughs> DJ's weekend wipeout. The 250 <laughs> DJ wipeout. <laughs> so I went back to look through my notes because mm-hmm. I wanted to see if there was anything I'd read that would confuse me. Uh-huh. And I came back to episode 42 where I have the phrase, it comes from the land down under, it's a beast of thunder. Correct, the bet here. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that would make sense. Yep. But mm-hmm. it's it's to the tune of in a land up. You know, come to the land on Monday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we understand. Oh, my God. Don, take us in. <laughs> well, on that note, hi, everyone. Uh, <laughs> good thing I cut the rest of this out for the podcast to start here. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. Uh, we're Not Great RPG, and we're here again for another episode of The City of Oshwamp. Uh, some stuff is probably going to happen, and I'll, it will probably be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then we'll have a brief recap, and we'll pick up where we left off last week with a, a horrifying performance. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but always, I'm Don, and today, uh, and hopefully for the future, uh, I'm Ethier, the mm-hmm. Grave Domain Cleric Man. I'm not Lawrence, and before stream started, you missed DJ saying he was going to pound an entire box of them. <laughs> also, I'm playing Yalumla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did indeed say that. <laughs> Full on, I play Felix. <laughs> I'm Glenn, and I play Vorst. I'm Sarah, and I play Retora. I'm DJ, and I play Nez- I mean, I'm Nesgrim, and I play DJ, and sometimes I say these things. You do no very one knows why. Somehow. <laughs> Some way. <laughs> oh, good lord. Last week we beat the shit out of the Helmed Horror after DJ tackled it out of the sky because he does things. Uh, we eventually went over to the western edge of the large hall that we were inside, finding a small smithing shop in corner with a storage room that was blocked mostly by uh, imploded rubble in from the walls. Uh, Ratora successfully becoming a, a stoat <laughs> and scurrying her way through the openings inside of the rubble to the wonderful treasure trove that was behind. Felix scouting up towards the northwest area at a path with a T-intersection that led us back towards the area where we were and had a pathway extending south. Uh, We divvied up our loot. We've got some wonderful, wonderful silver bark on probably my favorite natural natural 20 outside of DJ's tackling inside of Felfarth and because, good lord, (laughs) you needed silver bark. Uh, and then we decided to think about which direction we wanted to go. We weren't sure if we wanted to go back into the market and go on the east side to see what was out into that direction. Uh, but seeing that there was a closer passageway here at the southern edges by where we explored the oil paintings depicting Dorgrim's experiences with amalgamations, <coughs> and we went south uh, into an area which is well decorated. Uh, with a, a large stage and some private rooms. 
that DJ, well, Nesgrim, DJ, <laughs> explored, uh, finding a wonderful trinket of immense value below the bed, which he then callously discarded, and I don't know why. You've he no didn't want how much to, though. You don't know how much that's worth. I can't imagine there's a very large market. There's <laughs> a large market. Dwarven crafted? Yeah, dude. Artisanal. You, you didn't even check to see if it had You're like a number on the bottom it was of it. Used? Yeah, how how do you know? It, it could I'm have been another sure it was described as having. There signs were definitely of use. signs of use. It's been in here a while. Mm-hmm. It's maybe just aged. There was erosion on suspicious <laughs> portions. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord. Yeah, so we we found our wonderful trinket, which Nesgrim discarded after uh, exiting. Felix saw a book on a stage and was like, ah, dude, I gotta. <laughs> and just glid on over. And yeah, saw that there was a, a wonderful notebook on this podium at the front of the stage, uh, titled, Where Even Light Does Not Reach. Uh, and as he was in the presence of the wonderful effect of Programmed Illusion, which is a dope-ass spell. <laughs> uh, it activated. Really yeah. Uh, and a wonderful performance began behind him on this stage in which you saw two because uh, Programmed Illusion is capable of performing things in color and definitively with all sensory experiences, which is again just wonderful, Don. It's a really nice spell. <laughs> I'm so glad you're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually getting stabbed right now. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. I feel it in my bones. Yeah. Uh, we saw the figures I like of the red and black two so dwarves uh, standing in silver plate mail, uh, surrounded by piles of smoldering bodies of other dwarves. Uh, snow falling around them, and the wonderful voice that we know as Balor. Echoing out the phrase, and when Durgan turned towards his brother to ask if the child was still safe, which is where we will pick up. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> so with the scene that is set before you aloft this stage, there is once more just to describe the two dwarven brothers who are clearly standing side by side and silver plate. <clears throat> One with a large maul hung over his back, the other with a, uh, a large hammer and shield, uh, shield still in hand, hammer also over one shoulder behind his head, snow falling down around them. You see the one brother with the maul turn towards the other. And you see a hand reach up from the ground from one of the piles of the smoldering dwarves and just reach up towards the hand of one of these two dwarves standing here, the one with the maul, just kind of grips his wrist as you watch as the flesh of this dwarf <coughs> laying on the ground prostrate begins to smolder and singe and flutter away, just ash on a breeze, huh? So peaceful. <laughs> yeah, really <clears throat> peaceful. This is one of the dwarves on the ground? Correct. <coughs> Not one of the two brothers. Not one of the two brothers. Okay. The two brothers are standing still intact in their wonderful silver plate. The snow from the sky 
still slowly descending around them. You see, just like almost genuinely, peacefully, as though this is a finale of sorts. In their minds, you see peace or comfort in the eyes of both dwarves. They look down in sorrow at the figure that slowly begins to dissipate. You see the pieces of the gauntlet, the bracer, just kind of fall apart and slowly drop to the ground amidst a pile of plate mail at the feet of these two dwarven men. And behind them, in the distance, what feels like at the edge of a horizon, the heights of a beautifully fortified city of white stone. You see only the peaks of these two towers, the ramparts, the fortifications, the crenulations of the heights. And you see what looks like waving a flag and a very swift breeze. What color is the flag? I will tell you that the flag looks like it is a grayish blue color. <clears throat> the flag waves ever softly in this breeze. And you see the... You see the moon high in the sky over the shoulders of these dwarves. Parted gray, low-hanging clouds, almost like a misty, foggy day, kind of slowly start to swoop in from the west to their left. And amidst those mists, filters in a darker shadow that slowly slides into the frame. It's strange because we know what television static almost looks like the continual movement in the way in which things that should have shape don't have shape sometimes, where you're not able to process as they are distorted. An almost abstract appearance begins to slide into frame from the west. It almost looks as though it is a small <laughs> oval shape that grows ever so slightly with each pulsing movement. And as it comes closer to the dwarfs, from inside of the center of this slowly moving static, you see a dark claw, long and angular, talons extended out from the nails, swipe out, and the dwarven buckler at the side of the one brother is gripped and in one fell movement ripped from his arm, from shoulder down, removed from the side of this dwarf. The buckler crashes to the side, falling over one of the bodies of the dwarven plate that now holds very little flesh remaining. And in the area in which you clearly see a torrent of blood stretching out from this dwarven man standing here, you see all the fabric that is inside of him begin to wither. The muscle fabric, the extending blood that drips down his side begins to turn to a blackish gradient gray. 
and his flesh begins to almost, what would look like to us, <laughs> cauterize or sear with embers kind of smoldering. And he lets out an incredibly gruff groan of agony. Just, Sorry, DJ. <laughs> now you know what it feels like. Warning. Mm-hmm. It's the second time today. Mm-hmm. You're for not paying attention. I was paying attention. Just I didn't see that coming. Because you weren't looking. <laughs> sure. And the second dwarf <coughs> runs towards this shadowy form, <coughs> holding aloft his warhammer. And you see him as this claw begins to retract back towards this central mass strike with his warhammer towards the central area of it. But as his warhammer cracks into it, you see a flash of brilliant white with gradient purple light just reverberate backwards out, almost in like a flat plane of dimension, striking through the area in which you can see. And his hammer swings backwards away from him and he topples to the ground, falling next to these piles of bones and plate mail of his fallen brothers. As the second, well, first claw continues to pull back, you see a second claw extend out from the shadow, mirroring the same visuals as the first in color and size. And you see the man who just fell watch in horror as this claw extends into the entirety of his chest, razor-like punctures into the areas right below his throat into his abdomen at the sides and you see the thumb clearly stretch around the edges of the rib cage into the lower back you see the claw rip backwards smoke (coughs) smolders out of this man's leaking wounds as blood begins to pour out strikingly over the silver plate mail on his body and he watches it also sizzles and embers and dissipates into smoke and ash. You see the first brother with only one arm remaining lift his maul high, as high as he can, and crash it sideways into this shadow. An incredible bright silver light once more shining out from the point where his hammerhead strikes. You see him hold steady. You see his arms shake and his body begin to ever so slightly jostle and reverberate with pain. And that first claw once more lashes out to the side, catching through his side, penetrating horizontally, almost eviscerating him on the spot. The second brother stands, finally finding his way once more to his feet. Fragmented portions of his armor almost falling off to the sides. You see straps and bands and pieces of metal clang to the ground around him. And the brother with his maul attempts to pull away from this strange shadow still vibrating with ever-flowing movements, goes to pull his hand back, 
goes and goes and is unable to move his arm any longer. More fragments of his flesh along his side wither away and decay. It almost looks like rotting. And you hear once more the voice of Balor, our narrator. Echo out. Sorry, John. It's fine. And Durgan called for his brother to flee, knowing that their only hope lay in the strength that transcends mortal life, something that could only be attained by a chosen one. You see the figure with the maul in hand lean over his shoulder as Balor gives this beautiful narration and his hand goes limp and begins to fall down to his side and you hear a great bellowing see Dumar amidst these piles of corpses and bone reach down blood pouring out from him and swiftly wrap two arms around a young woman also clad in shining silver plate mail with flowing red hair and hold her aloft fragmented bones of dwarves falling around them both and he throws her over his shoulder and takes one final look at his brother and turns and begins to hobble away. You hear the voice of Balor echo in over once more. And with one last breath, the mightiest hero our world had ever seen watched helplessly as his brother carried away that last hope of our people. And with a sigh and a smile, he turned back to the ever-glowing maw before him, crooked fangs dripping with his smoldering blood and all the blood of his kin. He watches Durgan, having dropped his maw, reaches down over his side to the area in which the claw still sinks into his side and the area below his gaping wound from his missing limb. And you see his gauntlet grip this strange black claw digging ever so deeply with the fingers. And as he does, he curls and pulls and you watch as the silver almost looks as though it tarnishes to a great transparent black and rips this claw at the wrist breaking the bone twisting it and sundering it from the flesh and holds it aloft over his shoulder in one hand his singular trophy Dumar hobbling with this young woman over his shoulder hears this roar of his brother in victory. <laughs> and he looks
looks back and sees his brother's glistening gauntlet, tarnished black, a claw held aloft, and smiles, proud. You see him take only a few more steps and fall at the base of a great tree. A curious reddish-brown blood dripping from his brow parting through the areas of his great helm over his nose stripping over his lips and he rests the girl in his lap and he sputters out a singular cough and you just see this terrible forlorn kind of grin of an acceptance of a, a different kind of peace. And he looks down at her. Do you hear it, Elsith? The end. These fields were filled with the screams of death. Now they can be silent. Is that the peace we wanted? Is this? And in the distance once more, outside the edge of your reach, you hear a terrifying high-pitched screech, which I cannot do, but the greatest comparison I can give you is that beautiful Nazgul screech. Oh. And the flapping wings of a creature in the sky. Eating, fluttering. He pauses as he looks down at her and rests his hands on her shoulders. And slowly slides her off of his lap. Safely here at the bottom of this tree. Her body kind of almost naturally fitting into this Beautiful snowy field, pale skin, brilliant blue eyes, flowing red hair, adorned with a small coronet, with a brilliant orange gem in the center. As he lays her here, he takes one hand and grips back towards this tree finding a small hovel and pulls himself once more to his feet and looks down upon her shakes ever so slightly it looks as though my peace is here for me I am so sorry though child that there will be no peace for you flag in the distance high aloft that keep you see suddenly the shaft the pole crack in the center and the flag topple forward you see another shadow grip along the heights of the fortifications at two separate points almost like feet extending down landing 
and gripping through the stone, shattering it, rubble cascading down below your vision. You watch as the shadow holds fast for just a moment, and then looks as though it presses off the stone fortifications, ascending up, and you hear the fluttering wings once more, heavily beating. You watch as Dumar begins to hobble forward once more, blood trailing out behind him as he stumbles. You watch him look up, up at the sky through snow, through ash. And you watch him reach towards his side at a back. It does not matter if there is no life left in me. I will fucking bury you! You see shining inside of his gauntlet a small glowing mithril orb. And you see the orb pulse and glow. And you see him smile as he holds it aloft as this shadow gathers itself and descends in his direction. And it pulses and unleashes a vibrant radiant light like an eclipse on a horizontal plane that envelops him backwards as this shadow descends upon him. And he smiles. And the vision fades. And Felix, you are standing still on this stage. Slowly close the <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take it and remove myself from the stage very slowly. Absolutely. Just. Did this all happen around Felix? Yes. <laughs> was, was he just? Did we just see him in the center of that? Just. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Felix. Did Did you feel anything? I would say that you wouldn't feel anything supernatural, you emotionally, that's entirely up to your discretion. Okay, just jarring? Yes. Extremely. I am not entirely certain what we saw. Perhaps, uh, what came before long ago. I, I, I guess, uh, I, I don't know why we couldn't s see those things. That itself brings more questions. If it was a vision of the truth, it was rather detailed. Yes. Considering how much anyone seems to know of even the recent past. Yes. Whatever those things were, 
seem to suck the life out of the places they touched. Drain the energy from them. Would the... Uh, like the claws mm-hmm. be familiar to us? I would say that they would definitely be a comparative color to not only the claw that you saw tattooed on Adrian, but the claws that are Camilla's hands. They were big, though, right? Mm hmm. Um, the, the woman with the red hair, Elsif. Yes. She was wearing a coronet. Is that the coronet of wrath? Probably. I wonder if we could find what happened with Elsif after that here. It's possible there may be answers here to what occurred. I also wonder if we are the first ones here. Or how long has it been since someone yes. last saw this? Approximately how old was Elsif looking? Uh, when you guys are standing over her, she would look like uh, mid to late teens. Human? Mm, uh, yes. Correct. Mm. Uh, did she look alive? Did she, she did... She looked alive. She definitively would look injured. Okay. Uh, she would obviously be giving the visualizations of breathing. So okay. Like, you know, elevating and rising chest. You said she was also in armor, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, silver plate. After I come down off the stage, I'll I'll kind of, I guess, reopen the notebook. Is it effectively like, like written like a play, or is it? It is written like a play. Okay, it is it is essentially describing what we just saw. Correct. Yeah, okay. you would see in traditional play writing the you know italicized effective in dwarfish descriptions of the scenery and things like that, and then the lines would be in bracketed with the character names of Dumar and Durgan, and then for the narrator, it would just exclusively say narrator. It's not every day you get to see the fall of two great warriors such as them. No. It almost felt like we were there. Yes, it it felt like some of the other visions we have had before. Do you think it was tied to that book? This seems to be describing what we saw. Like a play. More magic then. Uh, some sort of arcane ritual of some kind. N- n- no, a, a script. Yes, I, I mean on the book. Uh, something that when you touch it, activated. Do I see any? Yeah. Nope. Don't think so. Nope, no markings of arcane origin or anything like that. Literally just looks like it's an ordinary play. No. 
Perhaps the stage itself. Or perhaps more work of our friend who's been floating around. Yes. Can I go check out the stage? Sure. I'm still a stoat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, the stage as previously described was, you know, stone steps ascending, only about three stones high. So, I mean, only about two, two and a half-ish feet ascending. And the stage itself is also constructed of stones, like slat pieces of mm-hmm. long stone. Set ourselves up for a tongue twister here. Mm-hmm. Stoat stepped up the stone... St- the st- Correct. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the stoat is going to step up the stone steps. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Studiously. Yeah. Well, It'd probably yeah. be a bit more like... Hops. Swim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're able to make the hops up, and stage itself looks like it's about, you know, 60, 70 feet long. And extends back towards the wall about 10, 15 feet. Just Nothing strange in the markings of the stone. As poke you begin. Around. Yeah, as you poke around and kind of, like, walk around and... Do a little sto- steppy steps. Uh, yeah, I'll ask you to roll for investigation. I want to check out. It was on a, like a pedestal as well. The the book. There is a pedestal in the center, like a podium. It is also constructed of stone. Eighteen on the die. Is that investigation? Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Yeah, so I mean, the podium itself would only be about two and a half-ish feet, again, extending up. Mm-hmm. It's about three feet wide, solid stone. There is no central, uh, like, shelving. It doesn't look like it's parted. It looks like brick, laid on brick, laid on brick. Mm-hmm. So, like, wide, kind of thick, uh, horizontal planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, obviously, angular piece with uh, a connecting, like, triangular slope mm-hmm. to be able to hold it off. And then you see the little... Sl- uh, Small indentation of raised stone at the bottom to be able to hold the book in place. There's doesn't look like there's any markings. Doesn't look like there's any runes. It doesn't look like there's anything strange whatsoever about this podium. I'm gonna peek up the ceiling. Sure. Yeah, your perception's twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, roll me a wisdom save. Anybody? Uh-oh. That's a natural one. Oh, oh no! Oh, yeah, you don't see anything. Oh! <laughs> uh, I'll tell you that the the ceilings here are definitively within the, the regions of your dark vision. Uh, they're only about 40, 45-ish feet in height. Uh, you look up towards the ceilings. The ceilings looked intact. Uh, amidst the shadow, though, you feel like as you're looking up into the looming darkness. It feels like you hear Valor laughing, but not a singular laugh, a cacophony of laughs that feel like they are surrounding the sky above you. Just <laughs> like all Valors of like various, mm-hmm. various yeah. frequencies. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just gonna look back down. Try to play it off and uh, definitely do a terrible job of, of indicating that, like, everything's fine. I'm definitely kind of, if there's anything around me, I'm definitely gripping it to, like, hold myself up and just staring down. And yeah, we'll say that you're in the area near enough the stage that when you look, you can just place a hand on one of the steps. 
<laughs> yeah, all right. I don't want to touch the actual stage. I'll touch the steps. Sure. Yeah. Crib. Are you okay, Ether? Uh, yes. Just uh, m- more uh, tr- tricks. You, okay. You, you didn't trace anything again, did you? And I'll look up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you look up. This looks like a ceiling. You know, you would still within the 2020 of the, the dim and bright from your torch, which is a loft over your head, it would still be within the range of your uh, dim light. So you'd be able to see, you know, little uh, fragments of stone along the ceiling aloft. I would look like there's anything strange. As he starts to, like, look up, I would... Uh, don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll look back at you and then back at the ceiling. <laughs> He might be up there. Pretty sure he could be wherever he wanted. Not. But many of him. We should keep moving. Yeah. I agree. Did you find anything in those rooms, Nazgrim? I showed you what I found. Did you find yourself? N- no. Keep looking then. Why would I be in there? <laughs> Right then, so. Uh, do you think that that claw that was taken might have been used as a weapon of some kind? This did not seem like that man was going to last much longer. No, but if it. Um, Should someone find it, I suppose it's possible. If it was buried or, or left in the remnants of that battle, it is possible that someone might have found it at some point. Very likely. It's not hard to think of someone taking a trophy. Now? Yeah! Yeah. Did we see Visible Bone? Uh Uh-huh. What color was it? Uh... I mean... And the size! Comparative to a dwarf hand. Uh, for, for which bones? Forgive me. Uh, you said he ripped off the the claw, right? Mm-hmm. So about how I guess what's oh, the, the difference in size? Oh, the claw to the yeah. size of the dwarven hand. Forgive me. And yeah. you and you and we saw like it ripped bone. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah, no, there was definitely a fragmented portion of what would look like a thin bone extending out from the claw that he grabbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll say you know like if dwarven hand is yet uh, for the claw. Uh huh. So did he? He only had the one arm, right? Mm-hmm. Like the arm's like this big, you know, like the mm-hmm. arm. Yeah, right. arm would be obviously like double the thickness of what mine would be. Yeah. Yeah, no, he just straight reached down and went, fuck you. Rip. <laughs> crack. Ugh. Some impressive grip strength. Uh, yeah, no, you would see that there would be, uh, like if you were to break the bone and you get the like fracturing marks of the like peaks, mm-hmm. you would see that on each edges of the bones as he broke it and ripped it off. You said at the wrist, right? Mm-hmm. So is the whole hand? Mm-hmm. So the bone is smaller. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it was it bloody? Was it white? Oh brown? yeah, it would have def- the bone would have been white. Okay. Uh, it would have been kind of like a, a pallid white. The bones uh, are white. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it definitely would have been bleeding, and it would have been uh, a rich, dark, like, purple blood. Like, DJ, the pen to the left of your bag, if you want to hold that pen aloft, like that color oh boy. of the grip by the closeness of the pen tip. 
Yep. And the claw had physical form. Mm-hmm. As far as we could tell, like. Mm-hmm. I definitely watched him like reach across mm-hmm. his body, grab that shit, twist it, snap it back, and then fucking rip that thing off. Ah, uh, great. I I have seen one other thing that seems like that, given the small bones and large shadow. Uh, the previous vision I had with the king being overtaken by a large shadowy form and sending shadow into the eyes of the dwarves as they dissolved into nothing. Perhaps that is what resulted of his work. Like as a product, this thing was made from it? Like a, like a suit. Or form. Yes. A uh, 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 vessel, almost. Yes. Like a thrall. Or like an, uh, an egg contained inside of this large shadow, a person. If the bones were the size of that of a dwarf, but the shadow is much larger, there is clearly something around it protecting it. And the blood was not normal. I'm not sure if whatever was inside was truly alive anymore, or simply fuel for whatever that thing was. Uh, I, I, I think, um, I think we should keep moving. Yalum was right. Okay. Uh, were there any other exits from this room other than how we got in here? Uh, yeah. So, as you guys are looking south at the stage, uh, your, uh, I will draw just so this way. guys are this very happy set of eyes <laughs> looking that way <laughs> the stage is down here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you guys came in from this way mm-hmm. those are the fuck rooms <laughs> <laughs> that's where Nesgrim and Reardon want to hang out you see a path that way and a path that way where Nesgrim wants to hang no other DJ way wants to... <laughs> <laughs> that Reardon wants to hang out with Nesgrim uh-huh. that's trying to say mm-hmm. totally listen you've been sending the signals mm-hmm. keep them on his toes Mm-hmm. It's really rude. <laughs> it's incredibly rude. Mm-hmm. So. Here you go, Dom. We <laughs> got my glorious artwork. Thank you, thank you. I'll add that to my collection mm-hmm. of uh, Gamdar and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, she no. Is. Tuck that in there for. Good Just looking at you, Dom. It's going to point to the exit back there, the stage. Mm-hmm. That way? Stage right. Yeah. Not stage, stage left. Yes. 
Uh, Felix, if you wouldn't mind again with the uh, dwarven. I almost said German. It's <laughs> 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 the German. Uh, uh, ich, ich war Hitman Felix. Right. <laughs> It's not that point of their in Deutsch. They're both yeah. kind of angry languages. Uh, <laughs> repeat after me. Eins? <laughs> Spy? <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, so you want to speak Dwarvish or something? I really, I really did. I could not think of the word Dwarvish for uh, like yelling so loud solid in German. Two seconds. You hear it out of your ears. <laughs> if you're close to him. What's uh, that? <laughs> uh, sure. Thank you. Eins. Eins. <laughs> now I'm doing numbers now. Okay. Okay. And I'll say I'll say the number in Elvish after. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Okay. Which direction were you guys going? Stage right, so that bottom right one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that way. Stage right would be this. You're, one. you're not looking. Yes. This is the stage. Look at the eyes. Facing out. Stage right. It's yeah. stage perspective. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Okay, so you're going that. Way. Oh, is that an arrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that was the direction that you guys were looking. I it's thought you'd really got a little bunny face or something. It's, it's, it's a little snake tongue. <laughs> There's a snake in here. Uh, there might be a snake in my boots. <laughs> what do you know? Have you checked your boots lately either? There's you're on the ground. Snake. Uh, someone poisoned <laughs> the water supply. Cool. The hallway that you guys are approaching is ten feet wide. 10 feet wide, 15 feet high. I mean, Vorst has been up front this entire time. Would Vorst still be up front? Oh, yeah. And okay. I'd be right behind Vorst. Uh, Rirda will walk with Vorst. And I'll be behind Rirda then. I'm going to run up <laughs> to Vorst. Yep, as a stoat. <laughs> yeah. It's too wide or, or single? It's too wide. It's okay. 10 feet wide. Uh, yeah, I would uh, walk next to Felix, I guess, so that way I can... See you guys at the back? Because Nesgrim is currently behind Reirda. I guess I'm at the back. Uh, Nesgrim? Yeah? Could you, uh... He's just staring at Reirda's ass. <laughs> Could you watch our yeah, rear? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> you want me to watch your rear either? Sure. Okay, you got it. Okay, so... I'll go to the back. I'll pat you as you go by. C- come on, pack leader. <laughs> cool. So, Vorst and Reirda, Retora in Vorst's hands... Behind Vorst will go Ethier. Behind Rirda uh, will go Felix. Behind Ethier will go Nesgrim. Behind Felix will go Yalomla. Deal. Sounds mm-hmm. good. Man. I'm gonna put a stout on my shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. A shoulder stout. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll have one too. <laughs> you know what? Oh my. John, would you like a pop? Can someone slide that over here, please? You cannot tempt me. Delicious donuts? I'm good, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Just yeet them. Come on, DJ, eat the whole thing like a man. I didn't tell you to do that. (laughs) You did. (laughs) Just open the door. Right into the washer. He's taking these back now. I'm not sharing anymore. <laughs> We've tried to spare you, Trap, and now he's going to pound that box. <laughs> it's just DJ's nature. Cover your eyes. Cool. It is in. Nope, I can't. Not, not great. What was that? After, After dark. Since you asked, I was going to say it's in my nature to pound. <laughs> I realized that's not. 
Okay. <laughs> so this hallway, I will tell you guys, is about uh, 80 feet long. So as you guys enter into it, uh, it looks you know, still very nicely intact. Uh, as you guys are walking ahead, uh, once the opening would crest into view, you would see that you're definitively along the furthest south wall. So as you guys would get to see in your peripheral, you would not see a further dip to the right uh, the the rear to slash Felix side. You would see the wall in the room. Uh, about ten feet in from as you guys are walking towards this area, you would see along that southern wall. Uh, this is hard to describe for me because again, visually, aesthetically, I understand what I'm going for. But you would see sets into the stone at the side starting at the floor level for where you are you would see it is carved down inwards descending about three feet ridging about two feet out and then ridging downward again like little stairs stairs or seating areas for what what i'm attempting to describe as a large bathhouse oh so as you guys are approaching, you would see the areas in which, at the floor level, the depressions would begin in the ground to be able to indicate a layer of benches, and then again, descending below benches, a lower level. Uh, three down. So in total, this looks like it goes like 10 to 15 feet into the ground, into like a pit. Mm. So there's a walking way around it. So if I, again, in my terrible John drawing. That's great. I enjoy that you're making yourself do this. I mean, I'm going to do my best. You've got to believe in yourself. A lot of time, yeah, right? just, just keep it loose, you know? You have, a ruler, you have a ruler up there, don't you? No. It's like the only thing you guys don't have. Draw from your, with your whole How time. often do you need nope. a ruler? <laughs> he needs draw, it a lot. Draw us a toaster, John. Not, not the little brave toaster, not that one. That's a toaster like an appliance or a toaster like a cat? A cat. Mm. Both. But like with little slots on his back. Yeah, oh, a toaster riding a like toast actually that. popping out of it. You have to draw that. Draw him as a toaster. Yeah. Or a toaster as him. <laughs> He's got to be eating toast, though. That's very important. Yeah, definitely. got to be stealing bread. He also has to be toasting toast. Yeah. What do you put mm. into a toaster? Bread. 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 You fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's not all the way done, sometimes toast. True. So, you guys are coming in from this way. The what shaded the area is the walkway. Okay. And you got a level down, then a level down, then a level down. Then you got the big, uh... Looks like a raft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the '70s conversation pit. Yeah, you got a '70s conversation pit in the center. <laughs> you can definitely see that there are small areas in which, along the walls, uh, and into the first and second levels, you can see that there would be holes, what would obviously be inlets from piping systems to be able to inlet water. Uh, yeah. So you guys are coming in from here. This walkway is about ten feet wide. Mm-hmm. So, you guys are able to keep your marching order, and as you step in, the room is pretty large. I'm just going to give you this full description because with people having light, it would be 20 bright, 20 dim, and then you guys would have 60 dark vision out. Sure. So, like, you'd be able to see that there's a small winding passage up here. You'd be able to get the general vibe that there's an opening over here. 
and as you take the like first step or two in, you would see that there is an uh, not an opening along the far wall from where you guys are. But yeah, can this you? Is, is there like a rail or anything, or can you just step directly down? Into just step this? directly down. There are not areas in which it's railed, and then there's openings mm-hmm. and stairs let, like set in to be able to go down steps. It is just straight up like they big cuddle puddle dwarf pile. <laughs> <laughs> Does there appear to be any standing water? DJ, you, they're just next to the entertainer's corner with the fuck rooms. They have to take a bath after. Or before. Or before. <laughs> before, <laughs> practice before and after. after. Practice good hygiene, DJ. Come on. Good hygiene. Look at this guy over here using soap. I you shampoo too, you nerd. <laughs> Would soap keep that long? Is there any soap around? Uh, Give me soap. That's a good question. I feel like, I feel like soap would keep. it would keep. I would say... It'd be really hard. It might probably. melt if there was any humidity. You wouldn't I mean, have to worry about it being moldy. Well, soap does expire. Soap. It expires. Sure, yeah. but... It expires after two to three years. years. I would say it's magic soap. <laughs> yes! Because if we want soap... Magically soap. clean. I feel like we found, like... It's the like magic remnants. <laughs> I feel like we, it's a we found, like, ancient remnants. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. If it were soap powder... And no beer. beer right? True. Gandar soap. And, and this, is, this is more like a big oh, no. bubble bath in the lower part, so there'd definitely be, like, a box of borax. Yeah, it would be, like, soap powder. And that's still beer. So there's powdered soap. There's powdered soap? That's yes. even better. Yeah, that that's what I would say. You would find, like, in oh, corners at the first inlets in on steps, you would find buckets with a powder that you would easily identify as, like, a soap substrate. Dry rub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a- Just lather ether in this lavender powder. As Paul said, does it say Gam Gam's magic soap on the side? Yeah, Gamdar's magic soap. Okay, good. Uh, Excellent. The you see, kid. 100%, you do see, uh, sporadically in the area, you absolutely see small yellow rubber duckies with beards. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and you just Wait. see on them, it says Gamdar's little quackers. <laughs> How many ducks? No, that's not. This is important. Are there any beardless ones? Uh, <laughs> there are varying lengths of beards. There's 13 ducks. There's 13 ducks, various lengths and colors of beards, ranging from grays to chestnuts to dark blacks. And there is Ooh. one smooth skinned with a little bit of, we'll say, greenish tinge around the <laughs> jawline for maybe mold or something else, but a slightly green duck. I'm going to go get the slightly green duck. Pigeon this soap powder, and I want to go pick up this duck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And just look into its eyes. Yeah. Fishy! <laughs> I do squeeze it. As you squeeze it, it does 100% go, fishy! I'm going to immediately look around. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this place? <laughs> Yeah, if you don't see anything suspicious, you just see your friends looking at you while you just something duck. fishy. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys heard that, right? Squeeze it again. Yeah. <laughs> Hear what? Squeeze it. Squeezing it. Small animal. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you choking that small animal? Yes, what the hell? I get the burn about house, but what that doesn't mean it's it's. 
sounds like it's saying fishy. It sounds like a death call. Sometimes you hear what you want to hear. Maybe it's calling you names. Or I'm being taunted. He could be being taunted. Presumptuous. Into your mind, I would have. Is it? Really? I'm just gonna look at either while I'm saying this to you. Is it really? Why would it? It's being tortured. And it's presumptuous that I'm being taunted. You're going mad, mad too. I'm getting mad. As I squeeze it. You hear it, right? I I I hear it, Felix. Yeah, trust the idea. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Does it actually say either as I squeeze it? Yes. I hear it? Yes. And the young one was my told you. <laughs> I hear it. Everybody hears ether. <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. Uh, it's been nice knowing you. Does it sound like Balor's voice? Uh, a like squeaky him. version. <laughs> as best as I can do. <laughs> I, I think Balor might be in your duck. <laughs> I, I, I'm keeping it, and I'm going to look at it and put it in my bag. Mm-hmm. Pop Thanks. out. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pocket the duck. Does it make the noise when you stuff it in your yeah, pocket? Yeah, what is it? Is there a skeleton <laughs> duck? Skeleton <laughs> duck? Yeah. Uh, like a Halloween, the Halloween don't edition. Don't down. Yeah, yeah, there's a, a skeleton costume. There's a Dino's Wart Up stuff. I'm sorry, what? We're in 100%. You know, the like, um... The, like almost negative space like skeleton suit things where it's the black background <laughs> and it's just the like bones. There's a hundred percent a duck of that. Yeah, I'm taking that one. Yep. Mm. I'm gonna sque- squeeze it. You squeeze it and I can't do it, but you hear like bone rattling. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Wow. Oh, it's Terran. <laughs> <laughs> just in Terran. <laughs> Very good. Very squeaky sound. Oh my god. It sounds like SpongeBob's boots from that one episode. <laughs> the boots. How big are the ducks? Uh, Duck sized. Like. <laughs> no. Oh my god! Like gargantuan. I definitely just fishing! <laughs> 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 okay! No, they're definitely like, uh, you know, traditional rubber ducky sized. Close work to <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pick up the one closest to me and hand it to Reardon. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this? We could chew on these. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're a cheap. <laughs> I'm gonna hand him one. I'm gonna pick up another one. Pull the squeaker out. It's torn apart in a matter of seconds. <laughs> you just see like all the Tanaruk fangs just like rip this thing to shreds. He just like flutters it around him and then just like hair in the breeze. Just <laughs> that was fun. There's more. Pink. You guys don't care if I do that again. Do what again? Yeah, you didn't see. <laughs> Reaches down. I'll show you. We could do this. That's impressive. He just rips it apart. You just see, you know, the little like squeaker fall out. You see the like face rip apart. Little duck head just lands on the ground. Just kind of set one out. Watch this. Yeah. 
I'm gonna just fucking smash it with my warhammer. <laughs> I mean, just like <laughs> like I'm in a strong <laughs> competition at a carnival, and yeah. I'm trying to send the hammer through the bell. Uh, yeah, make me a strength check. <laughs> you it got it. it. You found the grenade <laughs> one. <laughs> John, do we need a tension roll? Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. We need a sexual yeah. tension roll. Me and you, buddy. Uh, it's a 16 on the strength check, by the okay. way. Ooh, what's it on that tension roll? I'm a good 40. Son of a bitch. 89. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't 20 less. <laughs> that would have been nice. That would have been, been so nice. So, Lyra watches as you pull your new Warhammer out. It's like a squeaky gamble. And you smash down onto this duck. <laughs> and you flatten it out. And as you pull your Warhammer back up, the duck just reforms. <laughs> you have like a squeaky gavel now. You're gonna roll like a rage check on that? Dude, I thought you were gonna smash. I'm hitting it again. <laughs> Same effect. Really swing. <laughs> you should put that on the end of your hammer so you can hit people with it. Are you proficient with that? With the dock or the hammer? The hammer. Oh, yes. I think it might have broken had you kept your sword. Hmm. An astute observation. <laughs> Pull out the heavy crossbow. Now let's find out! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shoot this dog in the face! I'm gonna back off and squeak again, bitch! <laughs> Not on my watch! <laughs> the wings shoot out. Fishy, fishy! <laughs> <laughs> I've got a family! Yeah, and you're just like, oh, they're ducks! <laughs> just full on fucking like, Point blank! <laughs> you hold it sideways? Right. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna lose an eye. Uh, I'm tired of the crossbow. I'm lucky? not straight up and down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm yeah. at an angle. No, Sorry, who's ever on the other side? I will ask you to make the attack roll. With disadvantage because it's two feet away from me? Or with advantage because I'm point blank? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it'll be a flat roll for you. Works because, for like, me. you're very close to it. It's gonna be more about the amount of momentum. But you're not proficient. <laughs> That's not good. Oh, buddy. I swear, if there's a bolt in my ass. <laughs> Five. <laughs> guys, watch as Nesgrim loads Pleasurable. this bolt. It's AC can't be that high, right? Hmm? It's AC can't be that high. Oh, no, no, no. It's not about its AC. <laughs> it's real good at dodging. <laughs> oh, if that fucking thing moves, I'm out. <laughs> and as you like, let the bolt loose. You watch as the, you know, the the tip of the bolt, like the head, just instantly like penetrates right into the duck skull, and you hear as the little air light, you know, goes out and evaporates, and the duck just. That's what I thought. Dude, pull my bolt back out. I did not like that. Why did you do that? Because it didn't crush when I hit it with a hammer. Why would it... It's... It squeaks. I was going to try to hit it hard enough that it exploded. I guess you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a challenge, Rita? You sounded like one. Kinda. I'm fucking crabbing another one. Nesgrim? Nesgrim? Can I just find one and just start like? Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> Never mind, Vorst. Could, could you help me with this? Mm-hmm. I'm over by the soap buckets. Did you roll a one. 
What'd you roll? A one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you that you're just so fucking mad. You put this duck it's down. Your own you pull the Warhammer out and you go to swing and you're going to catch your own foot. Uh, roll your damage oh. die on your Warhammer, buddy. I would have guessed that it bounced back. <laughs> Squeak. In your rage, are you really one-handing this, sir? No, I was doing right. it. You put Don't your shield down. Come on. <laughs> oh, I rolled the same thing. Uh, <laughs> that's seven. Seven. So I'm going to say that because you're only catching your foot, you're going to take three from it. But you just, this motherfucking bitch! <laughs> and you just smash the shit out of your own foot. <laughs> I assume it rings out pretty loudly because he's hitting his yes, metal Yes, 100% boots. metal on metal. You hear like an <laughs> echoing thud. And just this squeal of pain. It's going to limp away mumbling. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. We should keep moving. They'll be here when we're done. This fight's not over. You just feel Reardon's arms around your shoulder. Dude, are you good? Yes. Uh, Do you need to, like, let off some steam? No. We're in a bath. There's soap. Yes. Uh, On a rope. And there's ducks. Yeah, yes. In a rope? On a rope. <laughs> <laughs> I've got rope. <laughs> Dude, I've got where's, the, where's the soap on a hold on? <laughs> where's the rope soap? <laughs> there is one rope soap. <laughs> where? Somebody See, out of the corner of your eyes, like ten feet away on a bench. Cat of rope soap? <laughs> is it like a cat of nine tails with soap on the end? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It is now. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna pull it towards me. I'm gonna grab my torch and just. <laughs> you'll be aggressively cleaned. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Little little cat and nine tails soap rope. Small little, you know, uh, quarter of an inch. Little squares of soap. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Dwarves like to get clean. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm just gonna put it in my bag. <laughs> I have to research this. <laughs> this is important. <laughs> is I see s- Mr. Clean has been moonlighting. <laughs> <laughs> is there standing water in the basin? Like at the lowest portion of this, mm, I would say that it has been long enough that the water would have naturally evaporated. I mean, shall we check the bottom, see what people have maybe lost? You gonna check the bottom, dude? Not. <laughs> I'm still near this. C- c- can I get some muscle? What do you need? What do you need? I don't I'll know. Come I can't over as a the <laughs> Just gesture to the. How many buckets of soap is it like? Is it like decent size? Uh, so I would say they're, you know, pretty small. Uh, like a ceramic pot size. What are we talking weight-wise? Uh, for the, the buckets themselves, not much. They would only be maybe Five, like the bucket. No, no, well, no the powder. Like oh, talking, the powder yeah. in the bucket. Yeah. Uh, I would say the powder in the bucket would be like four to five pounds. Total? Yeah. Yeah, per bucket. Per bucket? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. It's a lot of soap, dude. There's a lot of dirty dwarves in here. (laughs) You're right next to the fuck chamber. (laughs) What do you mean in here? As in present tense. Present tense. There's, we'll say... You said dwarves! I'm scared. I mean... How many dwarves are in the bathhouse, John? I mean... 
I don't know, man. You have a divine sense, so as of right now, none. (laughs) 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 The deadpan look. You don't give me more sense. You use your divine sense. At the very least, we know Balor is in here. Yeah, 100%. Balor is always around. There's definitely at least a (laughs) Balor. You can see now I feel like if I use it, it's metagame, though. Because Nesgrim has no reason to use it right now. But now that John's told me, I can't... I mean, I've heard some ducks make some weird noise. You just hit your foot. We're just trying to fuck sure. you in a bathhouse. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and pop the mind sense. Yeah, yeah. you got to know if he's good or evil. Is that the only thing you're popping? Uh, yeah, so I will tell you uh, that... Can you read it? 60 feet, sure. Celestial Fiend Undead. Detect good and evil uh, Next, until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything affected by Hollow or know the location of any Celestial Fiend Undead within 60 feet, not behind total cover. Yeah. Uh, so you're standing in this room. I will tell you, as you utilize Divine Sense and attune yourself to the environment around you, Take a deep breath, and you feel a litany of sensations of undead at different areas on the benches, detecting what feels like the presence of upwards of 20 undead spirits around you inside of this beautiful stadium. I'm going to say out loud, uh, we are not alone. I'm just gonna gesture at the soap again. What do you mean? <laughs> Come with the on, soap? man! <laughs> so- Pack mule! Come on! <laughs> I, do you want me to carry buckets of soap? Do, do, do you have a sack? A, a spare sack? <laughs> I. <laughs> hmm. We need this dry rub. <laughs> Show I, I, me your sack! I, 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 I don't believe I have an extra sack, no. It's forty-eight percent test. I I only have Ethereum sack and then my own. Um, no, no, I gave you a, a sack with the 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 what the fuck was it called? Sulfur. No, not the sulfur. The um, spices. No, the, the ornament. The ornament where I found the first book. It's like a menorah type. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You gave him a, a larger sack with that candelabra yeah, like yeah, thing yeah. inside of it. Yeah. Do you just want, want to dump the soap in on the candelabra? I'll just nod. Oh, okay, yeah, here you go. I'm just going to open it up. <laughs> I'm just going to start dumping this in. Yeah. Is this, uh, is, is this heavy? Yeah. I'll say that uh, with there being five buckets, each bucket has three pounds worth of powder. Okay, so I'll go three pounds. Mm-hmm. Is it heavy? Yes. Six pounds? <laughs> Still pretty heavy. That, that should be enough. I love how we sense <laughs> fucking undead. <laughs> like 20 undead around us, and we're like, we gotta get the soap. <laughs> just just go sit here. Get the we're soap. Not, we know that. Yeah. We need you the soap. You didn't specify there was 20. I didn't get the chance. <laughs> I was so, immediately turned into a pack. I've you know, been standing by the soap for like We're 10 not alone. That's Brim. What the hell? <laughs> so, why are there so, so many fucking ghosts in here? As I'm just dumping dumping the soap. How many? Uh, 20 at least. 
I'll just throw the bucket. Oh my god! <laughs> Put that away, and I'll start walking towards the exit. Mm-hmm. The way you came in? Or no, one no. Of the two the... paths up. Oh, there's two paths. Correct. Uh, oh shit. Sorry. You said there was like one passageway yep. north of where we there's came one in here. here. Oh, I didn't see the other here. one. Okay. Yep. Okay. There you go, Don. Thank you. You guys are right now in that uh, centrally basin thing. Yeah. I'm going to start walking towards the one just north of where we entered. Okay, yeah. the first one to the mm-hmm. left. That good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house. <laughs> uh, you, you, as I'm walking towards it, you're, you're good to carry that, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Great. Six pounds I'm adding? Yep, six pounds. Six pounds of soap. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and remove my bandana that I was wearing earlier and uh, give a good sniff down this hallway. Uh, the one to the northwest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you would, inside of that hallway, uh, you would obviously get a pretty strong odor behind you of the, the wonderful, fragrant soap suds. Uh, well, the powdered soap would still definitely give off an odor. Uh, but ahead of you, it smells like stagnant water. And an intensely strong alcohol. Comparable to the one that you have found and that you trapped the barrel of. So similar to the <clears throat> cistern room that we were Correct. in earlier. Exactly like the cistern room. Oh. Room. That room was a dead end, right? Correct. Yeah, this is a different <clears throat> cistern, but yes, the one that you found previously on the higher floor was a dead end. Where are these spirits? And I'm just going to kind of point around the benches. Yeah. It's all down there. Only in there. They weren't just like splashing around in where the water used to be. They don't seem to be <laughs> perturbed by our presence. No, but I am concerned as to why they are there. That's where they died. I have concerns that this is not a, a, a bath. No. <coughs> oh. Just as the tavern was probably not a tavern. I'm going to hold up one of the ducks. Go ahead and pick you back up. <laughs> Shoulder with your duck. Duck. <laughs> you have no Keep just screamed ether. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a good duck. <laughs> Alright, well, let's leave then. Yeah. Right? There appears to be a cistern further down this way, similar to the one we saw earlier. Also getting uh bits of that alcohol smell that we tracked earlier. So quite possibly something is in there. Do you want to investigate the other room first before we head this way? If it is similar to the cistern from earlier, then it will be a dead end? Yes. Quite possibly, yes. If it is a dead end, then it's likely that that would resolve faster than going in a different direction. Very true. All right, shall we then? Yes, I think so. Okay. So it's directly north, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. You wind around that walkway, come towards the next opening that ascends north. Again, 10 foot wide hallway. It looks like it stretches for about 40 feet. Uh, You guys would be able to see a portion of the way into the room and you would definitively see that there are areas in which there are toppled over stools on what looks like a long, uh, like a banquet table stretching into the room beyond what you'd be able to see. So you would see toppled over stools away from this table. Table's about five to seven feet wide. Uh, you would not be able to see into the sides of the room until we walk closer. <laughs> but you would definitely see what would look like the beginning of a long wooden table. 
Keep on trucking. Cool. Yep. What's our walking order? Keeping the same one? Stone same Retora? One. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah. As you guys approach this area, you can see that it opens up into, again, another wide, uh, mostly square-shaped room. Uh, you can see that about 10 feet in front of you, the table begins. There are about a dozen or so stools. You see tankards of ale, kind of like flagons like we've got, sitting uh, resting on the center of the table. I will tell you that there is on the eastern wall what looks like a large bar. Uh, so you'd see another countertop like this. Behind it, two uh, large, almost uh, uh, kind of like cupboards with obviously ales on the heights. You would see behind it shelves again on the eastern wall uh, with additional mugs and small pieces of silverware for stirring. Uh, and on the western wall, you would see that there would be like a dartboard. And what would look like, right below it, uh, two tall standing barrels with uh, a chessboard on one and two sets of playing cards on another. And I will tell you, uh, Don, because your passive perception is so naturally just motherfucking high, uh, I'll tell you that you see what looks like a small, underneath the table, set of bones. One set of bones. And I will tell you that it looks like they, it is a, a hand and a wrist bone extending out from a pile of clothing. Like a black cloak. I'm gonna just, uh, uh, divorce uh, Rirda. Bones. <clears throat> Don't, do not touch them. Bones. Yes, they might be, uh, Tougher than the duck? No, cursed or a monster or something else. The last time I crouched under a table to grab something, it tried to strangle me to death. Oh, yeah, the thing I hugged. Yes. I don't like that. No, uh, do not touch the bones in the mysterious What if I kick it? I would not kick it either. What if I stab it? That would be more acceptable from a distance, (laughs) yes. You have a stabby. I only got a slashy. I'm going to look around for like a, a... Stick like you a, got big a bone dagger. Stick. Did you say there was a cloak gonna... over the bones? Huh? I'm gonna grab my torch and pull the cloak towards me. Yeah, similar sure. fashion to the one in the other room with the piles Correct. of cloaks. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You'll pull the cloak towards you. You see that it is a cloak that is comparable to the one that was in the previous room. Uh, as you pull it towards you, you do feel that there is a different. Uh, there is comparable to what you had. The heaviness in the pocket. Okay, so how far away was it that I needed to pull it away? Pull like it? 15 feet from yeah, you? Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, definitely within range of your hand. Yeah, yep. and then once it's once it's next to me, I'll just start digging through the pockets. Yeah, same thing. A small amount of sulfur, like a quarter of an ounce of sulfur, and a small amount of dirt once more. Hmm. I'll tell you that there is a full skeleton underneath this table. You see like a skull kind of like slightly ajar, edging away from one of the table legs. Uh, would you mind flipping the skull over so I can look inside and make sure that Balor is not in there? I'll just pick the skull up and. Thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll kind of shimmy the cloak with my mystic hand and. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hold the skull aloft and rotate it towards him. You don't see anything inside of it. Okay. Yeah, I take it from uh, from Forst. Mm-hmm. Can I just? look it over and see if there's anything weird about it. Not to you, no. Looks like a skull. I'll tell you that it's something that Ethier is very good at doing. Yeah. So I won't even make you roll. Sure. Nope. Doesn't look like there's anything strange about this skull. Doesn't even look like there's any signs of damage or trauma to the bone structure. 
Okay. Uh, so this person did not uh, dive through any sort of physical means, uh, at least to the skull. So I imagine they were um, consumed. Can you tell who that was? The way that it's shaped? No. Could like could, a like a lady or a uh, man? Uh, I'll permit you a nature check on that sure. one. I'll say that that would not have been one of the things yeah. in the subject matter that Ether would have concentrated on. Yeah, when for he was sure. Doing I'm his... not really concerned about correct. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I'll tell you whether or not you just have an intuitive nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an 11. An 11? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you that you're not certain, but you would guess that it is probably a man. Okay. Probably. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, a bit hard to tell, but uh, probably uh, a male dwarf. It does look like a dwarf skull. Oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you learn more? Uh, yes, not here. Uh, Felix, could you um, hold the cloak out for me? I'm still uh, shaking it. I'm going, mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> like, grab the one end and I'll grab the other end. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go to cut the cloak with my bone dagger. Sure. Put the skull on the ground. Cut off a, a piece enough to like wrap the skull in it mm-hmm. to hide its eyes mm-hmm. and put it in my bag. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you disguise the skull, wrap it up, put it in your bag. Cool. Is it less than uh, let's see here uh, 0.76 pounds? Sure. We'll cool. say it's exactly 0.7 pounds. <laughs> Okay, great. <laughs> 74.1. <laughs> I'm almost encumbered. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Need a mosquito. <laughs> that was a nice cloak. <laughs> a fly's gonna land on your shoulder. <laughs> I was gonna say, what happens if I pat him? Oh, faint. My weak constitution. Mm-hmm. How you doing there, buddy? <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to do in this room. There is a hallway that extends uh, north, opposite the way that you guys came in. And to the immediate left of you in the corner, there would be a narrow hallway that extends southwest. The um, area that you would be able to just definitively discern would be towards the branching direction of what you assumed is the sister. So... Having seen mm-hmm. how a lot of people died, like the, the places in which they've died, uh-huh. and seeing how people might have attempted to protect themselves in their final moments, uh-huh. does it look like the way that these uh, stools are tumbled over were done in a way that somebody like tried to block themselves under the table and then they were pushed aside by something? feel like that's a good inference to make, buddy. Cool. Yep, that's what I assumed, but... As though someone might have run in this direction and hurriedly moved yeah. onto the table. And then tried to disguise themselves, and then they were found, and they were thrown to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I'm a big fan of the hunt. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look under the table at the ground and at the top of the table to see if there's any markings. Not like symbols. 
tabletop side or underneath? Underneath. Okay. Well, and, and like the edge of where this was to see if there's like claw marks or anything in the in the ground and under. If there's runes, I'm looking away immediately. Uh, so uh, just to be clear, you're climbing under the table. Yep. I'm crouching down okay. and just doing a little, a little, <laughs> yeah, right near the bones. Crouching. Under I'm gonna the step table. back from the bones. Let me worry about this. I'm just gonna do a little like. Uh, I'm gonna no, do a little. Elongated peak. Elongated. Are you approximately five feet away from the table? I'm approximately five feet away from the table. You know, if I figure out the trajectory to be able to see under there. An elongated peak. I'd like to. to He said, (laughs) an elongated peak. I'm going to hand my duck to Vorst and jump down and actually look under the table. (sighs) I'm just gonna point you. Okay. Don't, don't do it. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, ow, ow. Squeaker just rattles around. <laughs> Broken. <laughs> it's somehow worse. It's got a hole in it. <laughs> you know, when you squeeze in, it like, takes a while to act like When you crouch, it's in a You were doing that, like, classic hardcore kid pose, the, like. Gwen <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. does. <laughs> That's how you take a long uh-huh. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You like hard styling with the bones. Yeah, the Magic uh-huh. the Gathering guy. He gets it by the hand. <laughs> Might as well have been squatting with vodka. Like, you know, you're just. <laughs> He's like looking back at all of us, pointing at the bones. <laughs> Thank you, Luna. <laughs> what is this? Somebody paint this real quick. This is beautiful. <laughs> you see this dead guy? <laughs> Forget about him. <laughs> we got soap. <laughs> Throw some soap on. Clean yourself. Listen. Doing my best. We're not judging. No judgments here. I'm going to open up a bathhouse. Felix's Sud Palace. (laughs) Fishy's Wet Barn. Fishy's Wet Barn. (laughs) Anybody that says that immediately takes psychic damage. (laughs) Yeah. Let let the wet green man open up a bathhouse and see how many people make jokes. (laughs) It's awfully damp in here. Sorry. <laughs> I'll take their money. I don't care. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Let me go get some more soap. I know if I'll do the, the commercials for Fishy's Wet Barn. <laughs> Come on down to Fishy's Wet Barn. That'll be $9. No, it's got to be Barry. What do you mean? <laughs> Barry needs a job. Oh, does does no. Felix, Felix just can just like rub the soap? It's no, that's no, that's, that's kind of oh like. Oh my god, you'd just be soapy just all the time. Right? That's not really. That's not. That's like using all your own me. sweat to clean yourself. Oh. It's water though. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so it's sweat. Is it salty? I think it's fresh water. There was fresh water. Yes. What about right. green man's so bath? So it's not sweat. It's no, water. but it is. It's kind. That's like the only thing that you can really really green to. water. I was gonna say, what thoughts on salty? Green man's bath palace? No, no, no. Felix's sud palace. All right. I, like, I do like I do like the fact that the bar and just makes me uh, uncomfortable. 
we couldn't afford a real storefront, so we mm-hmm. just bought this bar. <laughs> they host square dance. Arthur's gonna love. <laughs> Arthur's gonna love my proposal. I'm gonna walk into the Shark Tank, John. Okay. <laughs> it's actually an agric- agricultural hall. It's uh-huh. fine. <laughs> Come on down to Felix's for that sock hop later tonight. <laughs> it's gonna be a hit. This is the worst. You know how much money it would, it would make a killing. Make a killing. Make more of a killing. I'm really concerned about how much drawing is involved. I'm definitely more concerned than I was when I. <laughs> I'm not I, concerned at all. Because I'm not taking an elongated peak under this table. I mean, yeah, you said elongated peak. I, I don't know what the fuck that is, but. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a really you long know. time. Yeah, what, is, what are you doing over there, John? What's going on? Uh, don't, don't worry. There's just <laughs> well, like I, a, I, I hope a weird my... time dilation for you as you peek under the table. Your vision just stretches on forever. <laughs> I have an entire an elongated peak. It is. It's a long peak. <laughs> Let me just take a look at her. This Our voices this all <laughs> slow down. <laughs> this is a really long table. Does that just keep going? <laughs> I say fishy's wet bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing down Felix's sun palace. It's happening. I'm walking into Arthur's shark tank. I, I think we've already figured it just out. At this on the bottom of the table, property of. <laughs> Me and Yellow Low are going to set up a meeting along before yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hear me out. Okay, well, when Felix proposes a sun palace, just talk him into this name instead. Listen, I've got a beautiful, beautiful you might try and beg you down, burnt out but... carriage and collection of tents that we could get this business going. Oh, bath tent. Former bone museum. Formerly known as I'd rather bone use Adrian's place. Museum, current bone house. <laughs> oh, now it's a now it's a bath brothel. Great. <laughs> I'm sure there's a market for it. Where do you think we are in Felfarthen right now? Ooh. This is why the idea has stricken Felix and not Yalumo, you bastard, <laughs> fish barn. Fuck. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the bathroom. <laughs> so, so I think you're getting in trouble for it. Uh, I, I took an elongated peek under the table and John's drawing something horrifying. I'm, 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 I'm coming up with business ideas for the soap. The soap? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, um, Felix, did you find more sulfur in the pockets? Y- yes. What if it wasn't sulfur. It's it's sulfur. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> I am certain <laughs> uh, 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 it's sulfur. It's actually just more soap. What if it wasn't sulfur? <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> I mean, what if it wasn't sulfur before and then something happened creating sulfur? Uh, that's... That's called explaining yourself. Thank you. <laughs> that's that very helpful. That's right. You know, you've got sulfur. What if it wasn't? <laughs> no, that 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 seems plausible. I don't know what the dirt is for. What is sulfur of of uh? In a, uh, uh. <laughs> I want to say the word exhaust, but that's not right. Uh, the byproduct. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not an alchemist. What if you were? What if, what if you it wasn't sulfur? <laughs> Can I just do a history check to just YOLO it? For what sulfur is a byproduct of? If it is at all? Sure. You got Hope it. Hope you dude. studied your chemistry. I'm going to ask you to make a history check at disadvantage. Shit, is, I rolled a really. That is not something that I feel like you would be able to discern. Damn it. <laughs> it's so good, too. 
Yeah, so that's going to be a 13. It's going to be a 22. I would tell you that you feel like there is definitely some kind of... Um, so, like, chemistry is obviously a thing and is practiced in some regards by individuals in fields of study. You would know that chemistry is definitively a concentration of study for um, inside of Ulm. That, like, your father, as a librarian, like, would know and have not educated somebody on that specifically as his field of study, but, like, you would know that chemical reactions are definitely something where sulfur might be a byproduct but you wouldn't know what. You would assume... Oh, my God. I would just shrug at you, Nesgrim. <laughs> I, 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 not, not an alchemist, I'm sorry. I understand. Just... You would assume in the chemical... in alchemical possibilities for what you have read so far, either calcination, which is the process of heating to remove, remove some either... Some other impurity, mm, sure, or possibly, pot. Mm, no, because sulfur is not a, a solution. Mm -mm. Um. Possibly congelation, which is cooling to congeal or thicken. But that would mean that it would already have to be in something, and you would be thickening it from what would be effectively like a, a not a gaseous state, but you would be thickening something and you would not get powdered sulfur as the result. So you would assume it wouldn't be congelation in this instance, it might be calcination, but like, why? I don't fucking know. Yeah, no. <laughs> Like, that is not a thing that I would say Felix is... Definitely just going to shrug at Nesgrim. <clears throat> Almost done, though. Very good. What are you, do what are you doing? Take it it's going to be totally great. <laughs> oh, God. you got your second character already, right? <laughs> yes, he does. Uh-huh. I, do. I do. He does. <laughs> Sorry. An elongated peak. <clears throat> it's fine. Really s s staring over there, Ether. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> Definitely have to, have, to to have to inspect the whole table. <laughs> <laughs> and the floor and the boots. <clears throat> I'll track the crowd for sure. Not the type of crowd. <laughs> <laughs> It's in the North District. <laughs> right next to Clark's. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, Hawaii has recently passed a law that made it illegal to laugh above a certain volume. So, you, so you're not only allowed to do an aloha. Your sneezes are God. Bad. Damn it, DJ. I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Hawaii's cool. Now you're only allowed in Aloha. No, I heard it the first Aloha. time. I'll throw something at you. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. What do they make illegal? Laughing <laughs> above a certain volume. Oh. Now you're only allowed Aloha. Can we get a band DJ in the chat, please? Thank you. 
Can we eat a fishy's wet barn in the chat, please? <laughs> <laughs> Donate a fishy's wet barn. I feel like we have that. We need to make that a shirt. <laughs> Felix's Sud Palace. And then when it's crossed out and it says fishy's wet barn. <laughs> 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 it makes me it makes me think of the Parks and Rec where it's like Tommy's closet and oh, yeah. across the street is like the same thing. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. Uh, oh, Henry Winkler. <laughs> and Forrest and I are running Fishy's wet barn, and we were just painting green. <laughs> Henry Winkler covered in bees. Oh, man. Hope, hope it doesn't get too stormy on that side of the street. Denise, the claw marks. Uh-huh. So I do definitely see claw marks then too. Jesus oh Christ. my God! I immediately look away. Let me see. <laughs> I mean, can I look at it? It seems fine. Well yeah. done, John. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. So when I see that, I'm going to immediately look at the ground and back away from the table. There are symbols on the bottom of the table. Symbols like like a. a... Yeah, I, as soon as he starts doing this, I'm gonna. I don't even know. Throw the cloak over his hand. <laughs> it's more than 0. .06 pounds. You're encumbered. <laughs> oh, like a, a big circle. Did you understand anything about it? No. You want to look at it? Yeah. <laughs> you need to do this. I'm, I'll, I'll take, take a look. Actually, what kind of table is it? Can we just flip the table? Uh, it's a Eat. very long, like fifty foot long wooden table, about five feet wide. It's a banquet it's got table. Multiple, yeah, it's like a banquet table. <laughs> I am a muscle here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, guys. I think Go between Boris Nesgrim and Reardon, we could flip that table. Yeah, but I want to see Felix do it. I'll help. No, no, <sighs> just Felix. <laughs> Sarah, please make me Master of Force. a wisdom saving throw with advantage. Thank God you are an elf. I'm also a stoat. Still keep your racials. <laughs> you want to? Please. I mean, I use my, I keep my, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep your elf brain in her stoat body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. I didn't get a good enough look at it. You didn't look up long Elf mind. Okay. She's actively like yeah. under the table looking at Sure, it. makes sense. You like Pete <laughs> saw no. that there's markings and went no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ethier's not trying to get consumed. You would not have seen like the entirety yeah, yeah, yeah. of That's why that. I just described vaguely what it was. <clears throat> you said wisdom save? Yes. 17. Oh my. <laughs> Is that not enough, John? Oh my. I rolled better. I mean, there are oh. very high level oh. <laughs> sure. magicians inside of Felfarthen known for their tricks. Their tricks. <laughs> uh huh. Sure. 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 Where else? The ceiling? Fishy's wet I'm gonna get fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Teach him. Don was correct in that an individual tried to hide under here to keep themselves safe as they were being hunted. <laughs> At least I had a trap. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work though, and I, I think you might have just triggered it. Yes, 
fine. It's a wisdom save. You're going to get stout smashed. <laughs> something. She's going to get thrown across the room. <laughs> something, is, something is now. Well, hopefully that you. flips the table. <laughs> we all make the save. <laughs> oh, man. Just toss across the room like she put a fork in an outlet. Like all puffed out. Yeah. Sizzling a little bit. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's fine. I am ever so sorry. Oh, you're fucked. <sighs> Anytime John goes, I'm sorry, something bad is going to happen. Oh, well, yeah. I looked at those symbols. Flip the table and make me make the save. Come on. <laughs> Be whiz kids, all of us. We would have no reason Let's not have a to look at these. She's never been punished for looking job. at things. <laughs> he savaged himself. He, he did. Mm. That is not advisable. Is she? You want to make a pact? Got a pact special, like a special knife, Borst. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you stab the duck? What <laughs> <laughs> happens if I stab a spear with it? <sighs> what ground it? You okay there, John? Yeah. Yeah. Are you typing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know if it changes anything, but I've been wearing the ring. Hey, catch this. <laughs> what the? No. Worth <laughs> the shot. No, it doesn't. Okay. Oh boy. Well, upon her going under the table to look, is there any physical reaction to my stoat friend here? I just bolt. <laughs> any particular direction or no? Uh, in relation to where you guys are? the way you came would be her impulse to start running towards that direction. Yeah, if I see her running out and back towards us, I'll like put my hand down if she wants to like yeah. You're fine to climb on him. That's 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 fine. I'll climb on him and I'll give you your duck back. <laughs> point my ignore the duck. Point my nose in the direction mm -hmm. of the exit. Mm -hmm. South, back the way you guys came in. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Yes. Ritora. What was it? We have to, we have to go down. Down. Are yeah. you concluding your stoat shape, or did you no, connect telepathically? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> How do you mean? To, to, the, to the foundry. 
We were going there. No, oh, yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, yeah. We are already heading down. We have to go now. Any particular reason? I tell you, you're not able to say. We have to go. Do you know which way? Do I know which way? <laughs> you know exactly the way. All right. It's... She says that we need to go to the foundry. She says she knows the way. Well, we were headed there anyway. How could it be possible that she would know exactly how to get there? I do not know. Balor. Possibly. Just picture you saying that while you're encumbered underneath the thing. Balor! <laughs> Can someone get this cloak off of me? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> please. It's so heavy. <laughs> I, can't. I can't bear it any longer. Are, are you on the ground? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like... You looking under the table? No. no. <laughs> the blanket weighs you down and you're like, No! <laughs> turn, turn! <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll lift the cloak off of you with right. Mystic Hand. Thank, thank you. She said it was down. She's pointing back the way we came, I suppose. I suppose if we were going to go that way anyway... We were headed, yeah. At least yeah. now we have directions. Well, or it, or something it, like that. Is yes. it the wrong way? We don't know. Even I if we were going in the right direction, there's no way of knowing. I assume it will lead us to the foundry, but I am certain there will be something there that will be uh, unwelcome for us. I agree. This place has been doing nothing but telling us to go down and further in since we've got here. Yes. I s would say just we could follow this lead. Carefully. Yes, with caution. Stay very wary. Keep your eyes open and heads on a swivel. Still making the map right? Best you can, I would assume. Soap. <laughs> <laughs> no map, only soap. <laughs> Over it's time, I show, I show you the map, and it's just Felix Sud Palace. <laughs> you just scratching the map out <laughs> and writing your business model. Just get to a barn. Do you understand, <laughs> y'all? Yeah. Lost now. <laughs> They're blueprints and a business model. <laughs> what? I'm ready for the tank? <laughs> um. Y yes. I'm just gonna hop. Hop down and start walking. Scurrying away. Yeah. We need to be after her. Yeah, my friends. Let's go chase her. Through the bathhouse. Mm -hmm. If he thinks if she gets too far away, at least like that. Can you? Good. Just g g give me a moment. I don't think we have to... one. Mm. I mean. I'm not. I'm yep. not running like too She's far just ahead. Walking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. as, as everybody starts to leave the room, I'll kind of take the cloak. Mm-hmm. And partially cover my vision. Okay. And look under the table, so that way, like as I can s start to see them. Okay. I cover it partially. Cover your vision or cover the symbol. The symbol. Okay. 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You give up. So that way, like, I can see, like, half. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You'd be able to cover a portion of the symbol. It's actually really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely weighs around things. <laughs> I thought just, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, Again, Retour has never been punished for looking at things. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Felix has. And I think it's very fitting that Felix is the one to demonstrate mm-hmm. a methodology to, I've been hurt. <laughs> Please don't hurt me anymore. <laughs> I've been hurt before. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I guess yeah, I see the top half. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you would see definitively uh, etchings for dwarvish runes, indicating the verbal components of sealing a spell. Uh, and you would see runes for uh, the symbol of the School of Abjuration. Uh, can you show me what you would be seeing based on how you're changing it? Sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, you would see Abjuration and then you would see Enchantment. Could you, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be able to, like, move it and see the lower half continuing to keep a significant amount of it compromised. Yep. I will tell you that as you are looking at it, you get the sensation that, like, I will tell you sufficiently that Felix is a studious man would know that this is most likely a glyph, and that glyphs are sigils that are activated and activated once. Okay. Hmm. So, abjuration and enchantment. Yeah, so I mean. But I know that it's activated once, and I saw the yeah. stoat dark. Mm-hmm. I'll uncover my vision so I can see the entire thing. Yes, you have no effect. Nope. See that it's hastily, hastily cut in with you know some kind of small tools uh, into the wood, and then you would see great claw marks over it, as though something was like. <sighs> nice try. I, I mean, uh, it's it's hard to describe, <laughs> but like if something, something is. Under. Something is scratched and going towards the edge of the table. Okay. So possibly either scratched under or somebody was being dragged out. Oh. Okay. Do you ever see? Like, again, fin- this is... Finishes sketching it, gets pulled. Correct. Oh, fuck. And it's, oh my god, no, like, I was so close. Because, again, it's a difficult thing to do. Yeah. And I it picture, was done like, quickly. if you mm-hmm. ever have been on, like, the other side of a door that a cat wants to get through. Mm. And yes. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I, I can't, I cannot, I guess I can't glean the effect of what it would do. You would know that it definitively was a glyph that was housing an enchantment-based spell. Okay. And you would know that that probably means that that's what she's under the effect of. You have no way of knowing what the spell is. Okay. All right, yeah. I'm going to follow the others out a little behind, I guess. Yeah. Just yeah. my way. Sound Stoating my way through the bathhouse. Stoating fast. Face is past, you're a stoat now? Mm-hmm. She's stoat bound. Stoat bound. Mm. Sarah, I will tell you that you are the first individual to make it into the bathhouse, and as you step into it, does stoats have dark vision? I believe we said no, no right? No, they do not. Great. I'm going to tell you that ahead of you, amidst the darkness, you still have the sure footing. You're not going to like fall or anything. You're able to definitively feel where you are and walk back along the line. This is leading you in the correct way. As you're walking amidst the darkness, it looks to you like you see the ethereal outlines at different elevations in the bathhouse of dwarven spiritual faces. 
that just descend into darkness. And they look like they, in unison, turn and look at you. <laughs> Faces did, in fact, pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're homebound. Stoke-bound. Uh-huh. Stoke-bound. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, they make no movement towards you, but as they turn, you see this harrowed, weary, worried look in your direction. They just... know what's going on. And you just, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing my thing. I'm fucking stupid. They all look at her just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You guys walk towards this area and you, and with your dark vision, see the stoat just scurrying along the wall. Can I run to try to catch up to Ratora? Yeah. I'm not running. Yeah, she's just okay. walking. My walk speed is 30 feet. Mm-hmm. R- Ratora. Uh, I'm going to extend my hand downward. Can I carry you? You can't. I'll be encumbered. Dude, <laughs> 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 you. You, you literally can't. I'm you trying to stall for speed, time. Right? You move like Please. half speed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I can help you. We will still make our way to the foundry, but please. Just climbing your hand and point in the yeah. direction we're going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold her in one hand. I'm gonna pull a candle out of my bag with the other one. Okay. And uh, Felix, if you do not mind. The back. Mm. I'm not near you. Felix, <laughs> help me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so heavy. I float the cloak on. <laughs> no! Uh, you destroyed it. Can you light this? I, I have things for it, but one-handed I am. Just dip the torch down. Yeah, absolutely. You ignite the candle for it. Wait, that's I'm gonna walk dynamite. with the candle <laughs> near myself and Rotora. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll make it bright. Man. Soap. Lord. I know your your movement speed. I don't remember if it's half or if it drops to five. Oh jeez. For that'd be brutal. Drops by 10 feet. Oh, okay. okay, I'm still 25, that's, I'm good. That's better. Because I have 35. I'm alright. Feels good. Yeah, because okay. you're only lightly encumbered. You're not heavily encumbered. Heavily encumbered is a uh, real bad time. Yeah. So, as of right now, we're still in not real bad time. Yep. Kind of bad, not real mm-hmm. bad. As of right now. Oh, Lord. Yeah, and we uh, continue making our way. Stoke just... <laughs> like the captain at the, you know, bow of a ship pointing us in our merry way. She put her on your head. As we're walking... Uh, in the hallway. <laughs> I, I know that uh, my mind has been affected by the tricks in this place. And if you are under some sort of spell, I imagine that a light might help you, as it helps me when I wander. I just hold the candle mm-hmm. as we're walking. Just pointing. <clears throat> yeah. All right. We make our way down through the bathhouse. We go back through the hallway once more towards the entertainer's corner. 
do not know if there's anything anybody would like to be doing while we are making this walk. Hmm. Uh, I'll try to make my way up front mm-hmm. to be in the front of the walking order with Heath here. Mm-hmm. If that begins to be too much of a burden, let me know. Thank you. Uh, it will be all right, I think. Okay. Keep my eyes peeled. As we're walking, I'm going to try and recreate the uh, glyph in my book. Okay. At the best of my knowledge. Sure. Uh, memory, whatever. Yeah. You know, just... Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I will ask you to make... Uh... Con save. No, I'll ask you to make a history check. You're just going to scribble that in a book, so I'm going to be reading your notes one day. Just oh. Oh. <laughs> fucking pick up I'm going to go! I'm going to go to the foundry. <laughs> Effectively, instead of giving you the disadvantage, since you only looked at it for just, like, the moment to be able to, like... And then move it, look at it, recognize you can look at it in its entirety. Uh, it's just going to be an incredibly difficult thing, and there's not a functional way that you can gain all of it. Right. Yeah. I have uh, 18. 18? Yeah. I'll tell you that you feel like you're remembering like a third or a half of it, approximately. Okay. Would it be difficult for you to like fully recreate it? Absolutely, because there were so many dwarven runes in the many series of bands. Right. So there was the external and then the different lines connecting the triangle portions. There was a lot to that rune, and we only looked for a moment or so, mm-hmm. but... I'll tell you roughly a third. You feel like you would probably be... You would definitely like the shape. (laughs) It was a circle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, it's a circle. You know, there's smaller circles with a triangle intersecting. You know, there's like a star-ish background. There's a pie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we make our way through the center area of the entertainer's corner. Just like the moon. And Retora leads us towards the wall on the (laughs) west side. The hallway on the west side. (laughs) Uh, I will say that the hallway extending ahead of us is definitively ten feet wide, so... Two by two. Yeah, what would our walking order be? I will say you don't need to be the leader, you just need to be going in this direction. Sorry, I just need to clarify, we went back into the bathhouse and we're going out the other uh, way that we did not go. Yeah, yeah, we're going through the entertainers and we're going the left side of the entertainers. Oh, okay, so we're going back to the the theater type thing? Okay, Mm -hmm. gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what walking order we would want to be in. I would probably be at the back again. Up front. Yeah, I'd be next to Morse holding Stoke. You mean rearder bringing up the rear? Good. Yep, and that makes Felix and Yalavlo in the middle. Thank you. Be in front of the rear, boys. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so this is... 10-foot-wide hallway that extends about 50 feet. You're able to see that it opens up once more into a large antechamber that you can see is about... uh, You guys are coming in this way. It's about 50 feet wide. You can see it extends back about 50 feet, and you can see on the southern wall a ramp that extends south and down and out. So previously, your ramp looked like it came under where you guys were. This one looks like it extends far down out, away from the area in which you guys were coming. So it would be trajectory like south by southwest compared to the other ones. <sighs> you would also in that room see that there would be a path to the north. Uh, a very skinny path, like a five foot wide hallway. But you see that the ramp for where you guys are is about 25 feet, 30 feet wide. 
and extends down for a very long time as you guys enter into this antechamber. I'm gonna make a net mental note to remember that little five foot gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a hallway. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's blocked or anything like that, but definitely looks like it's a hallway. Because in relation to where we were before, we headed down, and then we hit a spot where we could walk back around to where the market square was. Mm-hmm. But instead we went this way, mm-hmm. and we're kind of coming back through again, so my mental judgment would be that that's to the market. Connecting back north. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just making a mental note of that. Yep. In case a, we need to get li- the hell out of here. A literal straightaway from <laughs> ramp to ramp. That was there. there. <laughs> Could have gone that way yep. the whole time. Yeah. There's but a very low hallway, so there's not so an indication ducks. for knowing that. Uh, yeah, 30 foot ish wide ramp. Looks like it descends down and south, south by southwest, away from you guys. Very harsh angle. About, uh, you know, uh, 30, well, sorry, obtuse, so like 150 degrees, so I mean, it's pretty, pretty fucking harsh in, uh, decline. Hmm. I do not know if you guys would like to change your walking order with it being 30 feet wide, or if you would still like to stay in a 2x2 two two column. I think 2x2 two two is best, probably. Yeah, uh, we have candlelight up front, torch in the middle, mm-hmm. shield light in the back. Yep. Cool. Candle is what? Five by five? It's five by five. Yeah, candle is like nothing. So mm-hmm. I do not know if you guys would like to do any modifications to your light sources. Uh, I thought you had light on yeah, your... Yeah, my lantern's still lit. Oh, too. you have your lantern yeah, as well. I, yeah, my lantern's hooked on my side. side. I just have sure. the candle for... Yeah, you for know. her specifically. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. So... Cool. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pull my... Uh, my old long sword, not, not, not my shiny, scary one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh. Okay. Well. <sighs> I think we're going to take a break. Great. We'll be right back, friends. These are all lengths. Hello, friends. Welcome back. We're back to this. Mm-hmm. Does anyone not know how much a stoat weighs? Nope. Probably between like three and seven pounds. About a stoat, stoat and a half. Mm-hmm. I'd say probably less than five pounds. That's, that was my estimation. Well, how well fed it is. Yeah, <laughs> depending on the time of year. <laughs> it's winter. It's stoat and apparently and the latitude is half a stoat. <laughs> the no, latitude stoat is half. important. Yeah. Hibernating time. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you guys that as you are descending down, the ramp continues for about 120 feet before you are concluding in this enormous area. Uh, The obvious uh, thing in which you would definitively see, because it would cast cast off some amount of light, uh, despite it being mostly cracked and dried, is... A small pit of lava that you can see definitively about 130 feet, 120 feet to the west of you guys. Mm-hmm. You definitively see that there is an enormous chasm here that is broken away, uh, in which the floor itself looks as though it is jagged, having been uh, broken down inward. 
chasm looks to be about 30 to 35 feet wide. Is it like piled rubble within it? Uh, no. It would, uh, if Just you guys are going to walk over towards it, I will tell you the depth of the chasm. I will tell you that you guys are descending this ramp and this is opening up into an incredibly large room. You have walked about 120 feet down and the ceilings in here are about 90 feet high. Big room. Fucking enormous room. It is the literal workshop. It is the foundry. You guys are concluding at the base of the ramp. I'm telling you that you see the small, embering, red-hot flames of what you would have immediately recognized as, oh dear god, that's lava. It definitely has the black crackling of having solidified at certain areas. It doesn't look like it's moving. Uh, with the, the light that you guys have ahead of you, you would definitely be able to see at the conclusion of Dark Vision uh, an obviously large, uh, broken, fragmented, beautiful... Uh, granite statue of an ornate dwarven shield that is two size where it would be about 30 feet for the shield ascending mm. see the floor broken floor is definitely uh, granite blocks see that it looks like it's got an incredibly jagged edge as it hits that chasm. How strong is the brimstone smell in here? Pretty strong. It's intense? Mm -hmm. Definitely intense. Cool. I'm gonna go ahead and bandana up on this so I don't get burned nostrils. Mm -hmm. Did you say the material on this? I'm sorry. It is granite. It is a stone. It does. Okay. Granite. Mm -hmm. As you approach the chasm, cautiously uh, walk up to the edge to kind of. Yeah, it looks like it is not a smooth breaking. Uh, there's definitely jagged edges here in the stone. Uh, you would see definitively the natural, like, clay and soil that extends downwards as you look, right in the immediate area below your feet. Uh, and it looks like it extends further below than your dark vision reaches. It's a long way down. Be careful. Would I feel like there's a correct way to go in this instance? Correct? No. No. Just get there. I will also tell you, Glenn, as you are there, you would see across the reaches of the chasm at the very edge of your dark vision what would look like to you a dwarf that is encased in stone, motionless. Holding a smithing hammer aloft. It's just standing there, or is he at a table or a work? Motionless, like... standing in the middle of nowhere, holding aloft a smithing hammer. Okay. Jump down and walk over to the to the, to the chasm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, you don't have dark vision. It looks <laughs> like a big dark hole. Mm -hmm. John, you have water on your glasses. Oh, thank you looking for a time to cut in and tell you that. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. There appears to be a statue of a man over there. More of what we have seen before? No. Almost real. Not larger than life. 
would turn a man to stone. Is is that a thing? He appears to be frozen like stone. We saw visions. Uh, the vision that I saw, the people were uh, frozen in time before they were turned to uh, dust and bone from the shadow. So perhaps they are frozen but not touched? Possibly. They did not appear to be stone in my vision, but perhaps over time, or the, the heat, or something more. Like a heat so intense that it would turn ash to stone? Yes, possibly. Um, can I walk the perimeter this way? Mm-hmm. Take a look along the edge to see, like, what the ground floor is like around this area. Yeah. Still intact, stone bricks, large, long, rectangular shaped, you know, cross weaving. Uh, as you move in that direction, you definitively see the upper half of a statue with the lower half crumpled and rubble beneath it. Uh, the upper half looking like it's a torso about. Uh, 15 feet wide at the broadest parts, and the still intact like chest up uh, would be about another 15 feet. And these are equivalent in size to the uh, to the broken obsidian ones that we saw. These are slightly larger. larger. Yes, okay. and these are entirely granite. So as you're approaching it, it would not look hollow. It would look intact in the grooving areas in mm-hmm. which it's broken. I'm just going to pace the edge of this cavern. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, a cat sizing up a jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would tell you as you pace along the edges of this chasm, it looks like the narrowest point is about 30 feet long. Um, so this is... Does this extend to the ceiling, this pillar? Correct, yes. The pillars are massive. They are wide. They are about... They're supposed to be bigger than the 10 feet ones. We don't have ones, uh, but they are like 15 foot wide diameter bases. They're circular and they extend fully up to the ceiling. Okay, I'm gonna kind of peer off the side here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna look, try to look towards the wall of the, the chasm. Mm-hmm. Like, does it look like a clean cut? Down below you? No, it looks jagged. Very jagged? Yeah, it looks like it was an earthquake where things were, like, ripped apart. Mm, okay. So you would see, like, protrusions coming out mm-hmm. at angular depths. Okay. As it extends down below apart. And then just everything kind of falling in sort of deal. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess seeing no way across, I would speak into Rator's mind again. Is this... Where you were trying to get? Mm-hmm. We have to get over there. To the other side. Yes. I start digging through my bag. Don't think that there's. We'll do the same. A path available. We we'll have to get across somehow. Uh, <clears throat> as I'm digging through my bag, mm-hmm. uh, pull out a grappling hook. Mm-hmm. I'll pull out mine as well as. <laughs> this should work. Hey. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Perhaps we should find a spot to connect it to slightly higher than floor level. I think if we tie it off to this pillar here. 
toss it across the other side. It's probable. Uh, Would I be able to see the wall from where I'm standing here? Of the opposite side of the chasm? Yeah, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you that that wall looks like a genuine stone building where the walls have been broken and that the height of the building for those portions of the wall, the lowest height is about 20 feet high and it extends up at those ridges about 30, 35 feet high. And so it'd be, at the closest, I would have like 30 feet across Mm -hmm. and then 20 feet up. Mm -hmm. Very hard toss. Uh, I have another idea. Tie a rope off to a crossbow bolt. Fire it across the chasm into the wall. Hope that it sticks. That's a lot of. Uh... I'm gonna tell you that the walls in the area in which you're standing are walls where it is blocks of stone. It sure. is not natural, just stone like cave wall. It is a built location. It's a lot of faith to put in a crossbow bolt, my friend. Sure, but when it comes to worst, I can always fish it back using the rope. Yes, but we I wouldn't put my life yeah. on the line of a piece of wood. Yes. Sure. If we could get someone to the other side, perhaps they could make sure that whatever we toss across is tied off. That's very true. I may be able to jump across. <laughs> it's awfully far. I'm just perfectly <laughs> timed. <laughs> I don't know that I would <laughs> be willing to risk that myself. You're, you're, you're missing the feathers I'm just gonna do this <laughs> okay you, you might be a, a bit heavy Nesgrim trying to see how far my long jump is don't suppose it's close enough that you could lift Rotoro across sounds about 30 feet yeah about 30-35 feet yeah it, it, uh, again, it's hard to judge. Like, that is what I'm attempting to illuminate that, like... <laughs> I, I could s- see how far. Uh, and I'll just extend my torch out. Mm-hmm. I'll stand on the edge here. Mm-hmm. As far as it can go. Yeah. Which is approximately Look, 30 feet. It looks like it gets very close to the edge. So, like, if the other side is this area here, you're, like, right here-ish. I'll pull out another torch, mm-hmm. and I'll bring this one back, mm-hmm. and I'll horizontal uh-huh. gesture. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if she is yeah. under some sort of spell, I do not think she should be the one on the other side. I don't think he can lift any of the rest of us. We, I don't think any of us are making that jump. Who has a rope? I've got a rope. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to pull out I'll one of those special to ropes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's great, because we're not attuned to them. <laughs> uh, John, there's a wall over here at this end of the chasm. He's is that a solid wall? Mm-hmm. Just the same as this. Uh, we could try climbing that wall over there and clinging to the walls we crawl across. I'll come over and bite one end of the rope. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. walk over to Felix. Grab the other end and start swimming it into fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Tom. I'm not going to do that. I know. <laughs> Could do. Please don't. I'm going to make my way further down. Mm-hmm. To get 
to narrow the distance as much as humanly possible between me and that wall. Mm -hmm. Take my 50 foot of rope mm -hmm. with my grappling hook. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, I have enough. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try and hook that, see, that top of that wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will ask you to make an attack roll with it. <laughs> That's a three on the die. Yeah, I will say that you tie it nicely, affixing the grappling hook to the end of your rope, get a decent hold on it, and you aim as best as you can, and as you do, your grappling hook shoots out across, hits about the midpoint into this stone, and you hear it just ever so loudly give out a piercing singing noise as the metal strikes stone and lands on the ground loosely. Go ahead and pull the rest of my rope back. Yeah. I don't know what anybody else would like to be doing in this instance. Loading this stoat on this torch. Okay. Stoat on unlit torch. Yep. Uh, you're, you're tied, right? I oh, have it in rope? my mouth. You have it in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna take that from you and just... Tie it around your stomach. Nice okay. and snug. So we're tying, so torch. <laughs> Stowed on Stowed. a <laughs> <laughs> the stoke. The is not tied to the torch, right? Tied. No. The no. rope is tied to the stoke. Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. I'm gonna pet you. Do you look worried? <laughs> no? Okay. Away you go on a magic carpet ride. Monkey into space. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just such yeah. a weird visual. Everybody's <laughs> lined up along the edge. They're <laughs> <laughs> just so <laughs> weird. <laughs> in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> I will tell you that the edge of the torch, because of the length of the torch, you, as you hover across, as you would be right at the other edge, you would definitely be over the area of the stone to be able to leap across. Mm -hmm. Hop on down. Uh-huh. Now what? <clears throat> she has no dark vision. Mm-hmm. You see nothing. Effectively nothing. You see the chasm right behind you. I'm gonna start walking for this wall over here. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna start wandering around, I guess. Is... Okay. Where would you walk? I guess, is the, does the lava put off any light? The lava puts off a small amount of light, yes. Now you mention it. Would I be able to see, like, these, like, um... statue <laughs> figures? Not the figures, the, um... <laughs> the like, walls? the walls. Yes, the... you would see the stone walls of a dilapidated building that is clearly missing its frontal portion. And because of the ambience of the light, with five bright, five dim, mm -hmm. you would see a statue... Right at the edge of that front portion of the lava, that area outside the edge of the lava is a slight decline. Mm -hmm. So it's like a five foot descending down into a grooved area where you would see this person standing. There would be stairs in there. I'm going to wander on over to this, to this wall over here. You feel compelled to move towards the statue. 
as per your command, I will remind you before anything negative occurs to you. She is tied to a rope. I understand. So I'm going to pull the, the one torch back and then the lit torch I'm going to send now to the edge. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be at it now. What, here? Yeah, about cool. there. What are you doing at the wall? It is a smooth wall like this. This far wall over here? Yes. There's no, like, finger holds anywhere? If you want to try to find finger holds, I will absolutely permit you the chance to find finger holds, and you can climb across a very dangerous chasm. If you want to do that, I will let you do that. Please understand, if that is what you tell me you want to do, I will let you do it. If you think you're athletic enough to do it, you think you're athletic enough to do it, climbing is going to cost you half instances of movement, it would be two athletics checks and an incredibly treacherous thing with a very punishing failure. That is what I want to convey. Sure. You're visibly eyeing up the wall. Yeah, for sure. You have the other one to I'd tap you on your shoulder. Nope. Maybe, Maybe you're better with that than I am. The grappling hook, you mean? I threw mine in it. The knot wasn't good enough. I'll give that a try first. If not, I have a, a backup plan. Yes. Eat <laughs> my grappling hook at it. It's worth a shot. Worst case, we get to the other side, we pick him back up again. Yeah, you can make an attack roll with your grappling hook. That is not good. Any yeah. modifier to that? Just your strength, you're not proficient. That's a nine. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the same thing. You hit slightly higher <laughs> into the, the stone wall and your grappling hook sings out once more as it crashes into stone and then falls to the ground. And pull my grappling hook back to me. Yeah, you begin pulling your grappling hook back to you. You pull your grappling hook back to you as he's... Oh, he's so doing... it's still on... Mine is still on the rope. Yeah, you still have oh, your okay. grappling Okay, I hook. thought it came no, off I of the rope. No, I did not disconnect your grappling hook. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to that pillar. You're going to wait because sure. you just did a thing. Sure. Anything else, Glenn? Because I'm saying that this is occurring while she is being hovered mm -hmm. over, that you're drawing yours back to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it another go around. Absolutely. Yeah. Would the three of you like to be doing anything while this is occurring? You're pulling the thing back, and you're putting the torch that is lit over yep. on that side. Yep. I'm minding the rope that's attached to Ratora. Okay. Um, I'm just watching. Praying? Fear, yeah. Same. Twelve. Twelve? I'm going to tell you, you're going to catch towards the height of the rock, but you're the hook. It's only going to catch on one point and slide back down. Those are the things that are occurring with that, and then I would reflect back to Sarah for an opportunity to move. I'm going to walk over towards the, the statue. Mm-hmm. The one by the lava? Mm -hmm. She can get about 10 feet before she's 50 feet away from me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Get you would yourself. feel this rope go taut. I would tell you that you would feel compelled to loosen the rope because you recognize that the rope is absolutely what is preventing you from doing this thing. You are also a tube-long like creature that has Just... different areas of thickness. Yeah. You could absolutely slide out of it. Just I was keep a, walking. I was a boy scout. <laughs> 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 
How old did you tie this knot? You want to not check? <laughs> tied enough that you didn't have to hold on to it while he hovered you over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's still a... I mean, it's mostly she's just on the, the torch to where it's not going to be that much of like a slack problem because she's not moving. Oh, she wouldn't be on the torch anymore. She was down. Didn't she get down? Absolutely, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the across. process oh, oh. of tying it, yes. it is not like that is the security blanket that is keeping her safe. The torch is what is keeping her safe. She absolutely has despairing areas in which she would have portions that would, it would go loose. Weird she would be able to stone. slide her way out. Like of. a ferret could get through it, yeah. too. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> like, these creatures are specifically good at doing things along those natures. So I would say that it will take you... A couple of seconds through the course of this thing, but you would definitively continue to move towards that thing as you begin breaking out of the ring. Yep. The two people will... Your grappling hook is back to you. Your grappling hook, you're grappling along, or you're reeling back towards you. You have extended the torch out. You see the stoat freeing herself from the rope. You see definitively a dwarven statue of a smith that looks like it is a man in clay with a hammer raised. Uh, five... You would see the depression in terms of, like, you would see there's an obvious, like, indentation in the ground for where it begins to move down, and she begins to, she continues to move. So, DJ, if you want a grappling hook once more. Actually, I had a different thing in mind. Sure. What would you like to do? I'm going to go to that pillar back there. Okay. And I'm going to wrap my grappling hook around it. Okay. I'm going to tell you that the pillar is, like, a 15-foot diameter at the base. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and <clears throat> lock the grappling hook on the rope itself. So okay. That, like, as it pulls, it tightens against that pillar. Okay. I'm going to tie that rope off around my waist. I'm going to tell you that that's going to take about 20 feet of rope to do that. But I still have enough rope to make it most of the way across the chasm. I understand it's probably not going to be enough to get all the way across, but most of the way. I will tell you, you could possibly get within 5 to 10 feet of the conclusion of that jump. Because it's 20 feet around. Sure. Because it's 15 plus the 5 to tie it off. You have another, what, 10 feet worth of walking? Mm-hmm. That's 30 feet, and then it's a 30-foot jump. So you are approximately 10 feet short. Tie that rope off around my waist. Uh-huh. Make sure it's nice and tight. Yeah. And then I'm going to try to scale this wall across. Counting on the rope as a fail-safe in the event that I fall, the worst that'll happen is I swing down into a chasm wall and hit it really hard. A very sharp chasm wall. Mm-hmm. You're right. I am aware there are risks involved. <laughs> There's only risks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're... Success is on the other side. It's... But then we have to get back. <laughs> it's, it's risky. I'm not going to pretend like it isn't. I'm fully aware. There's two athletics checks involved. Just, this is just... You're not there, Sarah. I'm not there. Yeah, go do you, stoat things. I know you desperately want to help. You are not there. You are a stoat right now, <laughs> walking towards a clay statue of a dwarf as a stoat by a forge by lava. You tie this stuff off, and you begin moving over. You get to the edge of the chasm. You may make... You may make an intelligence, or you may make an investigation check using your strength as you are attempting to gauge handholds by pressing down to see whether or not you believe that they are suitable for your weight. Man who is carrying all of the incredibly important things for our group of friends. Is it too late for me to take that off? 
if you want to drop your bags here, I will let you be dropping your bags. Uh, I, I'll just, like, lightly set them down. And... Okay. <laughs> bags. Oh, that was not okay. <laughs> That's 17. I will tell you that you feel like there are a few suitable hand and footholds for you to get a portion of the way across. If you would like to climb out over the chasm. Here we go. I will tell you that because of the walking distance that you have made and then get back to here within a six second vacuous space, you're only going to get five feet out. Okay, because you would have walked, walked, and climbing is half your movement. Sure. During that interval, you reel back anything the three of you would want to be doing during this interval. So, I move the torch across. Correct. I see the stoat undoing the rope, I'm assuming? Yes, you see the stoat removed, like, sliding out of the rope. Okay. Mm -hmm. And to Retora's mind, I'll say... Can you find something to tie it to? You can't respond to him. You cannot. I keep walking. Take that as a no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else either of the two of you would like to do? Mm-mm. We're going to need to find a different way across. Yes. And that's when I'm going to turn and see that Nesgrim's doing a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Well, well, I might as well. (laughs) Oh, shit. He put down the things. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Sarah, you reach the base of this statue of a dwarven man. Just doot doot right Where it looks like he has, you know, the the long forge pliers for removing Mm -hmm. things. Mm Mm-hmm. Looks like he has a pair of those in his hands, and he is currently motionless. And you approach this figure, you look up at it, and it looks like a lifeless statue, a man in the midst of motion, trapped in eternity. I'm going to touch it. Thank you. Know what a Stoats AC is? <laughs> it's like. We'll go by Weasel if you have Weasel. Yeah, I've been using Weasel. Uh, it's a 13. Oh, damn. You touch this thing, mm-hmm. and as you lay your adorable little Stoat hand on it, you watch as the pliers inside this thing's hand they suddenly turn and lean over and grip you in one surprisingly deft swift motion and squeeze well it's going to be an amount of damage that's definitely going to take you out of your stoat form yeah that is 11 we'll go with Piercings, like, slash bludgeoning damage. <laughs> squeezing this thing's, damage. Yeah, squeezing damage Forcing. specifically. <laughs> Tong damage. As you feel this intensity around your chest, mm-hmm. and as you begin to leave the form of a stoat, 
returning to the form of Retora, you feel your body seize up. Please make me a constitution saving throw. Eleven. Feel your body begin to seize up, and your legs begin to turn to stone. And we will end there. It would have been way cuter if I turned to stone as a stoat. Yeah, stone <laughs> stoat. Come on. <laughs> stoat. Stoat. <sighs> Thank you, friends. Next week will be a lot of fun. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll be live on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and Sunday at 5. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Good night. Thanks, thanks for watching. We love you. Ah. Ah. Ah.